0: 2019 the jmrk podcast is still alive and i'm very happy to be back this is the first episode of the year this is exciting um even though we did one last week it feels like we've uh, been gone forever but we're back and we're here with a familiar face or familiar voice we have garrett ralph back on the podcast garrett say hello
1: Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. Um, stoked to be back on the podcast here uh, with Jamie. And uh, can't wait to get into whatever we're going to talk about today and have solid conversations. All right.
0: I feel like the first thing we, we should address is um, Bob Iger dropping some major news, uh, but Disney not wanting to comment on what he said. Did you read about this this morning, Garrett?
1: We got uh, we got Galaxy's S coming out in June apparently,
0: and I feel like that makes total sense because if you look at the new blackout dates for all the passes that are upcoming in the summer, the, the ones that are actually new for this year, where um, I, I think it's deluxe and below are going to have um, special blackout dates, um, you know, for uh, park specific days, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: that that makes sense for sure.
0: Yeah, so the the fact that he said June and if you look at the where the new blackout dates start, I think we can kind of focus in on where or when Galaxy's Edge is actually going to open. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I haven't get, given a huge look at the dates yet. But yeah, I'm sure we could kind of tell, give an idea of when it actually is going to be.
0: Yeah, from the looks of things, it's going to be like mid June looks like the actual time frame from where it's going to open because that's when the I I think like the first blackout dates start like June 9th but then the ones that get crazy are like like I think around like mid to late June I think it's like the 18th or something I I can't remember off the top of my head
1: okay well that'll be sick I'm freaking stoked I can't wait
0: I'm super excited and I'm just ready for like like a whole new um like shitty experience, if that makes sense, because I, I think back to when cars land open, obviously, um, if you're lucky enough to have gotten in through the early cast member experience, that was cool back then. I didn't have a lot of friends that were cast members that were cool enough to invite me. So I actually had to experience Cars Land day of. And I'll never forget the line. Even to this day, the line for Radiator Springs is always like hella long. But on opening day, the line stretched from the beginning of the attraction And it snaked all the way through the entire park outside into downtown Disney, which I had never seen. And I still haven't seen to this day, even with um, like newer rides opening up, like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout. Um, So just thinking back to how crazy the opening of Cars Land was and to think about how um how popular cars is versus how popular star wars is it's just like i can't even begin to imagine how crazy the opening day of galaxy's edge is going to be
1: yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts like there's no way it's not gonna be ridiculously crazy um hopefully you know you you and i have some some major plugs to maybe get in as like cast guests for preview nights and things like that but if not i'll still be out there i mean i'm sure i even either way i'll still be there probably opening day just to check it out see the experience and um also to see what the foot traffic is like in the rest of the park versus you know star versus galaxy's edge like i want to see You know, the kind of foot traffic that it's going to create having that extra 14 acres.
0: Garrett, you need to stop being humble and just tell everybody if there's cast member exclusive early access, we're getting in. Your wife works for (laughs) Disney. Johnny, um, who's one of my best friends, one of your really good friends. He told me the wife is staying home. Jamie, you're coming with me. She doesn't like Star Wars as much as you do. So I'm bringing you with me so chances are looking pretty good Garrett it's not really if it's I think it's more like when am I crazy yeah.
1: nah you're not crazy I was just trying to be humble you know not blow it up
0: oh you don't need to be humble these days just just live your life Garrett just do you because I feel like in general um, generally you're a good guy so just do you
1: Thanks, homie. I appreciate that. Twenty nineteen, just do me.
0: <laughs> Seriously, uh, you know what's crazy is, um, and whatever it's, uh, we're five days into the new year, and I still haven't seen you. That's crazy. What's going on?
1: Nothing much, man. Just been, you know, busy with uh, the holidays and seeing family and hanging out. Uh, you know, just got back from Mexico, um, earlier this week, uh, on new year's day. I was down there for new year's hanging out with family. Um, and then, yeah, i just been working. And then yesterday I was at Disneyland, um, with what? the wife and her what? sister and what, what
0: you're at Disneyland. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Never mind. I'll explain after.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was at Disneyland all day yesterday. I kind of did a little bit of hooky from work. Um, Shout outs to work. Hopefully you're hearing this and you find out that I was at Disneyland, not um, actually sick. But yeah, it was uh, Lexi, my wife, um, and then her sister and uh, her sister's husband and myself. And we just had a Disney day all day yesterday. That makes a
0: lot of sense because I saw Lexi's Instagram story and she posted a screen grab of Smash Brothers Ultimate and I was, you know, expecting you to have it like the following day because maybe my timeline was off, but I thought like your gift exchange was going to happen later than when she had posted that picture. So I was like trying to like figure out like um, where you were.
1: Oh, Yeah. No, she posted that we did the gift exchange like the second that Lexi got home from work that like late late night, early morning, and uh, yeah, they were super kind enough to buy uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for us, so we ended up playing a, a few sessions and um, trying to get used to playing it on the little Joy Cons. I need to get those uh, game game GameCube controllers for sure.
0: So the real question is, have you unlocked everybody?
1: not everybody we're still we're still working on that all right Um, i think the last yeah the last character i unlocked was uh ryu from street fighter
0: no he's whack to be honest dang who are you i'm using these days
1: i always use link i'm a huge zelda guy and links my links my guy
0: okay but which link there's three different links
1: oh um like like the link that's like the title character and then I usually like change his color way to be like a, you know, orca, orca enough time. Um, just green tunic and master sword and a high, uh, high Hy- rule shield.
0: I have a big beef with that character. I actually used to like him a lot, but now they have his um, like remote controlled bombs and I hate that so much.
1: Yeah. I still haven't gotten uh, used to how they, how to explode them. I know how to get them out. But I need to really like niche out like his actual controls and figure out like how to be able to like use those as like tactical um, tactical bombs while playing.
0: Yeah, I I just like to go dumb and throw the bombs and let them explode off a timer. So if I use a link, I I prefer um, young link.
1: Yeah, young league sick. I we were going up against him, but like wh- how we were playing, like whoever won the match got to you know try to go up against the foe. And I think it was either uh, Erica, my sister's wife, or er, my my wife's Whoa. sister, or it was Kevin, my my brother-in-law, who was going up against him, and they lost. So I was like, damn.
0: Have you seen that meme or um, little video where it's like there's a guy who's going up against like a new challenger from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and he's getting beat and he's like, damn, he's like, when these computers get so hard, like I feel like I'm playing like an actual person. Then it cuts to him actually playing another person like uh, that's like in like a remote area. No. Damn. All right. I, I definitely got to show you that because since you've experienced Ultimate, like you'll definitely get the reference. It's actually pretty funny
1: yeah please please send me that yeah but, uh, yeah no i'm the the game's sick what's what's the other link uh character it's Link, like regular, you know teenager older link young link and then what's the third link
0: it's toon link from wind waker
1: oh okay so like the art style of wind waker link
0: yeah he he's, he's- Alright, I I don't like his forward smash, because his forward um, smash is just like a single swipe, and I'm not used to that. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, honestly, I will wreck you with Chrome, Dark Samus, Ken, uh, Corinne, even Dr. Mario, even though he's trash now.
1: But I don't have any of those characters, so you'll have to... (laughs)
0: I'll just use peach we'll have to do peach is right, like, I have peach. yeah, I, I like peach, but I'm preferring Daisy over her if it comes down to those two, but yeah.
1: Dang. All right.
0: I'll have to teach you the ways so we can actually be partners and then go to Evo this year and win doubles and smash brothers ultimate. There we go. All right. That sounds really awesome. And no, I'm serious. Like you got to get good because we're going to Evo.
1: No. All right. Um, I, have to get good. We, I'm going to have to buy the, uh, GameCube controllers. So I'm going to go out later tonight and go to GameStop and grab those controllers.
0: Can I just make a suggestion before you do that? Go ahead. I actually really like the ones that they made for Wii, or not Wii, excuse me, the ones that they made for Switch that are in this style of GameCube, and they plug into the console via USB, so you don't have to go out and buy the the dock. That's, like, impossible to find unless you want to pay, like, a premium price. Right. That's my suggestion to you. If you go buy the ones that were made for switch that are literally the same model. They just plug in USB and, or even the wireless ones, even though those ones are a little more expensive and yeah, whatever, there might be like a little bit of lag that you won't even notice. But if you don't want to end up looking for the dock, I suggest buying the wired ones because the wires are actually pretty long
1: oh they are like i could be i mean you know my apartment let's say i'm sitting on the couch would it reach the docking for the where like the console is no problem really yeah
0: no problem because honestly that distance is about how far um and this is me being in your apartment and nate's apartment is literally the same distance and i had like a lot of like leeway or slack
1: and some. Yeah, some slack. Okay, cool. All right. Well, yeah. I, I'll probably buy those buy those ones then. Um, I know the the wireless ones are using some type of like brand new wireless like inter interlinking or like wireless network that's like supposed to be ridiculously like fast and bit virtually zero lag time. But there's always going to be that lag time when using wireless anything. So
0: yeah. And if we're gonna win Evo, we definitely got to go wired. Yeah Definitely. okay I Okay, so going back to you um, talking about how you were at Disneyland yesterday. Yeah, I wish I would have known because um, so I'm in like a Disney, I, I want to say Disney World because like everybody that's in this group chat, um, except for Steve, uh, shout outs to Steve Huey. Um, everybody that's in the group chat, I met at Disney World. And we talk about uh, a lot about Guy Fieri and just random Disney world stuff. And one of my friends in the chat, her name is Lynn shout outs to Lynn. She asked the group, she's like, yo, I'm like a huge Roger rabbit fan. I'm trying to find the 30 year Roger rabbit, Roger rabbit ornament that they released this year. That was like exclusive to like the Disney stores. So i called the closest one to me which is like at the cabazon outlets um and they were sold out and i was like crap like if i was at disney today like i could have um went and looked so i was thinking i was like damn i could have called garrett but i was like i don't think he's at the parks today so now i was like loki kind of sad because you were there and i could have had you look
1: dang yeah yeah, I was. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, are they only were they only that day? Or are they still selling them? You think?
0: Oh, um, I think they're still selling them, but I think the fact that um, the Christmas holiday is like winding down, um, they're probably not restocking the merchandise. So, I found out how much like retail was, and I went on eBay, and this is like me peeling back the curtain because she doesn't know this. Um, I went on eBay and I actually um, made an offer to some person in like Kansas for retail. Cause they were asking for over retail, but offering free shipping and I offered retail and they actually accepted the offer. So I, <laughs> I texted Lynn and I'm like, yo, you still need that ornament? And she was like, yes, please. So I was like, cool. Send me your address. She texted me her address and I just um, had the person from eBay uh, ship it to her but not including an invoice just so she doesn't know that I got it off EBA.
1: Dang, that's wild.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um she she paid for it. She just like uh sent me money through Venmo. She's like, Oh, like how much do I owe you? And I just told her the price.
1: Nice. That's awesome
0: yeah i don't know like I, I figured like in my mind i'm like why didn't she look on ebay but maybe she's not like an ebay user because um, she told the group she's like yeah like i looked at all the local disney stores around me and i even called the one it's like one state over and i guess it was just like really hard for her her to find so i just was like all right like let me see what i can do and i just like you know helped out a friend
1: yeah that's that's awesome i'm Pretty, I'm pretty stoked for her uh, and for you that you did, that you're able to do that and you did that because that just shows um, that you're the true homie, dude.
0: I just try to do what I can whenever I can because I'm all about uplifting and helping my friends out if I'm able to. Because if, if I'm not, that's totally fair game because obviously I'm not gonna be able to help out everybody. But when I'm able to, it's like why not help out?
1: Right. yeah I yeah I get it and I'm right there with you so all right um oh wait. sorry dude I just wanted to uh tell you an experience that I had yesterday while I was at Disneyland
0: okay give me wait let me ask one thing before you tell me your experience all right go ahead is what you're about to tell me does it have to do with the hideaway
1: uh, yes it does
0: Oh my, oh Garrett I, I'm I'm so <laughs> mad right now Because we were supposed to go there Tomorrow when
1: I know,
0: oh wow
1: We can still go You're, there tomorrow, a, Jamie Let it
0: be known to all the listeners Out there that Garrett Is a backstabber
1: What?
0: Alright, go ahead all and right. tell us I, your experience I, Even though I don't really care about it, go ahead
1: Alright, alright, hold on I was with the wife, wife's sister, wife's sister's husband, and they wanted to go to the hideout. So you're gonna turn I your back on the plans? It. No, we can we can still go to the hideout. I didn't try any of the dough whips. All I had was bow buns. I didn't have. I want. I still want to try the the uh, soft serve with candied bacon because I didn't try that.
0: Do you know the password? Uh,
1: I just. <laughs> I was actually, I look, went up to, like, one of the, like, cast members. I was like, uh, can I get candied bacon on stuff? And they're like, yeah, you can get it on any soft serve. I was like, oh, okay. They <laughs> like, did say there was, like, a passcode.
0: <laughs> there was no secret <laughs> passcode. She looked at you like, uh, yeah, that's, like, normal here. What is this guy being all secretive for?
1: That's how she was. That's how I thought she was being. <laughs> She's like, You're- why <laughs> is this guy being all, like, low-key sketch about it? And I was like, isn't it a secret? Oh and she's god. like, I guess.
0: Well, like you're coming up to buy some like drugs or something, you're all like shady, like looking left and right. Oh my god! All right.
1: You're like, hey, you got any of that sugar pork on you?
0: <laughs> okay, so which bow did you have?
1: Uh, so I had one chicken and okay. one um, bulgogi. All
0: right. I've had the bulgogi twice which is in my opinion I think it's excellent I want to hear your review on the chicken it's a lime chicken right
1: yeah it's a lime chicken okay um, I thought it was fire honestly I thought both were really good Um, I yeah I would say I liked the bulgog- bulgogi more Um, but I mean I will get both any day of the week really the, I mean they both were good to me and then Lexi had one of the vegetarian ones. I didn't try that one though, um, but because I, you know, I wanted chicken and I wanted bulgogi. <laughs> but if the, it was fire, my only quarrel is that I think it's whack that you have to buy that little tiny ass sauce unless you buy three, then you get one for free. But like, it's barely any sauce, and it's actually really fire ass sauce. Like that sauce can go. On a lot of different things but to have to pay for it if you're only buying like one bao bun i think it should come with it already
0: how much is the sauce isn't it like 50 cents
1: i don't know man um (laughs) maybe 50 cents maybe a dollar but at the same time i'm just like come on like if you're gonna offer the sauce might as well just have it free like and it's fire like it's good ass sauce
0: Garrett. you don't want to get lost in the sauce, man. You got to pay to play.
1: Yeah, well, you know, remember when McDonald's used to be like that?
0: Wait, w- real quick. When you guys went, did Lexi use her discount?
1: Uh, she used her cast member discount, yeah.
0: Yeah, see, it's funny that your issue is with the sauce. My issue is they don't take my annual pass.
1: Yeah, they don't take the annual the- uh, annual passports, but they'll take cast member passports.
0: Yeah. And also, the whole system of you getting your food before you pay kind of like makes it kind of a clusterfuck in there. Because when I went and um, there was like people just kind of standing around, and I'm like, oh, are you guys in line for Bows? They're like, no, we're waiting for our soft serve. And I'm like, okay, well, you guys are in the way. Please get out of yeah. the way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was tough. And like, we like did that too. We're like, Oh, we're not getting soft serve. We're just going to the bows. And we started moving, but people had like strollers and shit, stuff. And like, we passed by one lady and she's like, excuse me. And I was like, yeah, excuse you. Like, I'm trying to get to the bows. You, you're waiting on soft serve. I'm not, I'm not getting soft serve. So forget you. Um, and then, and besides like the clusterfuck that it creates right there, I I'm also kind of pissed that, they don't regulate um, that you need to have food before you sit down there because when we were get, got our food, there was like no seats available. We had to walk all the way over near to like the indoor Bengal barbecue extra seating that they created, you know? And I, I that was just inconvenient. I mean, I think they need to do it kind of like how they um, did it at, uh, you've been to, obviously you've been to Pandora Land or whatever they call it at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. You know the place, you know the place where you can get like the cheeseburger pods? Yes, I do. They like strictly enforce like you cannot be seated seating yet unless you have your food. So you have to have your food first before you can sit. And like cast members regulate it. I think that's how it should be at the hideout right now. I don't know.
0: No, honestly, I 100% back that because First of all, it's not like a full service lunch, dinner spot. People are in there just snacking. So if it were to be like, you know, you can sit when you eat, it'll give people time to actually to go through their food. So when people when the new people are coming in, by the time they're done checking out the people who have been there will, you know, hopefully be gone. So there'll be more available seats.
1: Yeah. Whereas if people are just sitting there without any food, they can just sit there the whole day. And it's like, well, I mean, this area is kind of for snacking real quick and then moving on.
0: Yeah. It's not supposed to be like some central hub. The whole idea for the uh, hideaway and the expansion of Bengal barbecue was to clear up all the traffic of people, you know, being congested in Adventureland and i feel like with these restaurants it literally hasn't helped
1: yeah i agree
0: it some people can argue that it's probably made it worse because it's just like oh cool something new in disneyland like we have to go check it out i want to experience all the new stuff like let's go um i remember i went to the soft opening of hideaway and it was crazy packed there was no seats and the second time I went um, was like really early in the day. So there was like a, a ton of available seats. So I'm kind of curious what time of the day did you guys go?
1: Uh, we went to the hideout. It was between like our lunch and dinner. So it was maybe like 2.30, 3.30, somewhere around that time. Um, so we were out around there about that time. We went and got our bows. And then we had to walk all the way over to the Bengal Barbecue area just to just to sit and relax for a minute and eat our bows and, and hang out.
0: And in your honest opinion, the price point for the bows—do you think they're fair?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, what was it, five ninety nine per bow? Yeah. Not too bad. Like, I mean, not the worst, not the greatest, but I mean, you expect that at you know especially disneyland amusement food like it's gonna be a little bit overpriced but i mean it's like a solid like snack or even like a lunch like i could have two bows and like be fine for lunch you know
0: if I'm going to be honest, I felt like I was um, deceived by everybody's photos when the hideaway first opened because I never saw, like, individual photos of bows. I always saw them grouped together. So I just assume that you go and you pay for multiple bows, not just one single one. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. But those bows are definitely really good quality. And, um, I would prefer those over, um, do you remember this is back, um, last year during the Chinese new year, there was, um, there was this one particular truck. It was, they're selling, um, soup dumplings, which is like, you know, kind of the same thing. Not really, but you get what I'm saying? Soup dumplings.
1: Yeah yeah, okay. I remember those like dim sun, um yeah, right.
0: And yeah, and they were um charging a price point. It was like nine ninety nine and you got three soup dumplings um in like a little bath. And I just felt like they were um way overpriced, but they were so good, that I was willing to pay for it. I'm just happy that the bows, um, you know, five ninety nine. It's, it's actually not that expensive versus all like a lot of the other snacks in Disneyland. Um, so I feel like it's kind of fair, but I wish like yeah, like go ahead.
1: Oh no, no uh, I was just gonna comment like you know you can get like a bulgogi friggin steak uh, bow with like a bunch of accoutrement inside versus like a you know jalapeno cheese pretzel which is the same price which i mean no no slight against jalapeno cheese pretzel it's good but it's you know you get so much more ingredients in the bow versus the cream cheese pretzel and they're the same price basically
0: sounds like you're attacking the pretzels
1: no uh don't get me wrong i the my favorite one of my favorite snacks at disneyland is the cinnamon sugar um t- uh drizzled and then in the inside the cream cheese the sweet cream cheese pretzel like that's one of my favorite snacks but
0: where that doesn't exist
1: buns. what are you talking about yes it does
0: no it does not where does that where do you get that at let's be honest because i was you actually that, i was actually gonna bring up that, uh, that kind Land. of pretzel what where
1: yeah where they have the pretzels
0: there's no such thing as a wait say it again
1: <laughs> It's a sweet cream cheese filled pretzel, and there's a little bit of cinnamon sugar on in the do- on the dough.
0: Garrett, I think the when was the last time you were in Tomorrowland? Let's be honest.
1: Yesterday, <laughs> I had it yesterday.
0: Oh, you had it yesterday?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my god. Okay, maybe I'm the one who's outdated then, because I I, I was gonna say my favorite um, snack right now is actually in Frontierland over by Big Thunder. They serve. Um, a cinnamon pretzel with a side of uh, cream cheese, sweet cream cheese. Have you seen that?
1: I've seen that, but that's why I go to Tomorrowland to get the f- filled, the sweet cream filled pretzel.
0: Oh, you like them filled?
1: Oh, don't we all?
0: No, I actually. <laughs> a, uh, you, you're being X-rated. I, I know what you're talking about, but um, I I actually uh, I'm just talking don't.
1: about pretzel filling, my friend. <laughs>
0: I actually think it's a like the the sides really sweet, so I actually use it very lightly. So I, I prefer the ones in Frontierland, but uh, I really want to experience the one you're talking about because it sounds like it could be good.
1: It's pretty damn good, man. Like it's one of my favorite snacks.
0: Where the hell's the pretzel cart um, in fun. Tomorrowland,
1: bro? It's uh, over near. So if you like keep walking, you keep walking past through. To-
0: through air. Uh, looks like we have some technical difficulties.
1: Oh, Garrett. sorry. Oh, hey, uh, he's back. Can you hear me?
0: Yep, you're here. Yeah. We're still live.
1: Okay, so, yeah. So, when you're walking down Tomorrowland, like, the end, you know, the main uh, throwaway through Tomorrowland, you have the uh, churros, which are underneath the old people mover track, in between, like, the exit of Buzz and Starcade, kind of, you know? And then, if you keep walking to the right over towards popcorn stand, it's over near there somewhere.
0: To the right? Okay, we're yeah. staring at the tro cart and we go right. That's towards Starcade, towards Space Mountain. The only thing in that direction. Oh, no, the, the only yeah, the only two things in that direction, there's a popcorn cart with the rocketeer spinning the popcorn and then in the corner over by Pizza Planet is the Hypercool booth.
1: I'm telling you, man, it's near, it's nearer around that area.
0: I think you had a dream about this pretzel.
1: I just had it yesterday.
0: All right. Well, when I'm there tomorrow, and this will actually be updated or, excuse me, uploaded on Monday. So everybody will actually know by then because we'll just post about it on my Instagram story.
1: Yeah. Okay. Here it is. It says pretzels near Star Tours adventure continues. Sorry. I'm, I had to look it up.
0: Wow. It's yeah, near Star Tours. You're going in the opposite direction.
1: No, no, no. It's in between. Okay. It's in between. Okay. Starcade and Star Tours and it's it's a mobile uh, cart that
0: oh, they bring in. Okay, cuz it's it's not like a permanent fixture.
1: No, but it's oh, okay. it's there most of the day, I'm pretty sure.
0: All right. Now I'm I'm I can visualize it cuz I may or may not have gotten a pretzel from that area in the past. Yeah. Huh. Okay, well, I guess we'll have to solve this, or not really solve it. I guess I'll just have to try out the, pet, uh, the pretzel
1: tomorrow. I'm down. Get some bows, get some pretzels.
0: It's actually going to be a pretty good day because for the past, um, how many weeks have you been blocked, Garrett?
1: Uh, I've been blocked since the 21st of December. So twenty first through the sixth, and now since the sixth is upon us tomorrow of January, I can go.
0: Damn the twenty first. Mm-hmm. So that's about what one. It's like almost like three weeks.
1: Yeah, it's about three weeks.
0: And I missed me, it for sure. That's awesome. I literally miss it every day. And if it wasn't for um, Johnny and Will. Uh, I probably would have been way more sad having to go by myself so often. So I'm like really happy for tomorrow cause I get to, um, have you back, uh, Ben and Kayla are able to come with us whenever they come down. So it's actually really exciting.
1: Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, I actually saw Will yesterday, uh, at the magic shop. I, uh, asked him to perform two of his, uh, the tricks that he normally does for uh, lexi and erica and kevin
0: please tell me you asked for the ring trick
1: no i asked for wow. my two favorite tricks that he does wow
0: oh the one that he stole from johnny and then his watch trick
1: yeah <laughs>
0: i knew it i knew it okay. <laughs> but those are cool tricks to be honest
1: yeah, like the Instagram one is crazy. Like, I still want to understand, like, how it works, but...
0: Just buy the trick and it'll teach you.
1: Yeah, I don't think you can buy that trick in the shop.
0: I don't think you can either. But, <laughs> yeah, but anyways, I'm stoked for tomorrow. It's going to be cool because, like, I'm not even lying. I don't think I... Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think I've the only thing that I've been on since you've been gone is I remember one day, um, I, I just hit it like really hard. And I, Oh, it was Christmas. I went and rode space mountain, like right off the bat, a single rider. I, I got put with this like random family. I was sitting next to the mom, the, they had like the two daughters in front of us and like their husbands in front of them. And the, the daughters didn't see me load on with the mom. So like, um heading up to the first tunnel they like look back and we're like weirded out that some like you know um uh tatted up a uh, handsome gentleman was sitting next to their mom and the guys were all about it and, like after we got off they're like talking to me they're like oh like was she scared did you grab your arm and i actually ended up posting the picture on my instagram because that was actually really funny it was just me with some random family oh.
1: And yeah, I saw that picture, and you didn't even like put emojis or anything over their faces.
0: No, I, I just had to let it rock just because they were actually nice. And I was like, oh, I'm like, this is yeah. cool. Um, on Christmas, these people are actually um, being friendly. And I definitely appreciated that since. Um, oh, I remember a while I was writing stuff by myself because um, Johnny wasn't getting there till that evening, and I just had time to kill. Yeah. Yeah. And I ended up writing uh tower or not tower. I, I keep calling it. I always call it tower, but I'm, I, I ended up writing uh, guardians and um, we got Jackson five, which is awesome. It's my favorite track. And I think honestly, that's about it. And I think I may have like, I may have been on like Astro blasters like once or twice in between like nice. all those like three weeks. Nice. Yeah. So it's going to um, be nice to be in there awesome. and be able to ride stuff with Garrett.
1: Heck yeah. That I'm um, I'm stoked and you don't have to worry about another blackout until next Christmas. So, there we go.
0: No, cuz for your uh spoiler alert, next Christmas I'm upgrading your pass.
1: <laughs> Dang! All right. All right. That's, I'm going to hold you to it. I I will remember this podcast.
0: Yeah, cuz what your your pass goes up in like October or something right?
1: Yeah, I literally just renewed my pass, what, in October-ish? Yeah,
0: yeah November, so, maybe. Yeah. so um, since it's 2019, the end of the year, like right before the blackout season happens, I'll upgrade your pass.
1: All right. Thanks, man.
0: No problem, because it was definitely a dark time, and I don't want to experience it again.
1: I get it. Um, But, dude, I have to tell you, you know how for a while there star tours was just getting predictable because they were only doing um you know like the sequel trilogy stuff that they had made for the for the new movies yeah dude we got the best like or, okay one of the best sequences yesterday
0: well literally there's only one best sequence so i'll tell you if you got it or not
1: Okay. Well, okay. It's one. It's it's pretty dang good. Um, All right. Let's hear. It. And in my opinion, it's 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 awesome. So. Okay. You start off. You get stopped by Darth Vader. Um, okay, that's a good then, start. Yeah, pretty dang good start. Then, you travel to Tatooine to be a part of a pod race.
0: Okay. Where you I'm beat Zebulba
1: at the pod race. Liking that. Then. You get a leaving Tatooine, you get a transmission from Princess Leia. Ooh,
0: okay, okay. Uh, I'm yeah. definitely liking yeah. this, okay.
1: Yeah, R.I.P. Carrie Fisher. Shout out to the Fishers. Um, and then we end up um, w- w- at the secret construction site of the Death Star 2 and we're being chased by Boba Fett.
0: dude. That's my dream sequence. If I <laughs> if I got that, I would never ride Star Tours again. <laughs> Dude, are
1: never.
0: you serious right now?
1: I swear that's that that was the sequence yesterday that we got.
0: I've came so close to getting that. I think about two or three times in my entire like Disney career since like they've been doing that. Like I've always been like one off, like either we'd hit it all and miss Boba at the end, or we would get like Yoda in the middle. Damn. Yeah. That's I'm actually really jealous about that because seriously, like that's my ideal like sequence of events. And I would literally quit star tours after that because there'd be no way
1: to top that. Dang. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, it's, a, it's definitely a top one up for me. I love pod racing and don't get me wrong. Like, People know and they give me crap for it. Phantom Menace is like on my top three of all time Star Wars movies. But Really? Um Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did I not have this discussion with you?
0: No, never. <laughs> That's oh, I'm man. seriously judging you right now, but okay.
1: Dude, so many people judge me when I say that, but like it's all nostalgia, like for me. That was the first okay. Star Wars movie I ever saw in theaters. Wow. And I grew you? up being Dude, what was your first movie that you saw in theaters? Uh, Episode four,
0: duh. None.
1: Oh yeah, in (laughs) seventy-seven.
0: No, I I waited for the the re-release so I could say that.
1: Oh okay. Well, we just my dad introduced me to the original trilogy on our VHS tapes, and then my first theater experience was um, *Venom* menace, but but. I digress. Um, so, and I grew up like going to the desert as a kid, going to Mexico, like desert racing, things like that. So, like Tatooine and the whole pod race experience, which takes up like, you know, a majority of the movie, is like just, I don't know. Like, I grew up on it, I loved it, and it has, you know, the introduction to one of the best Siths in the whole series or even universe, uh, Darth Maul. So, I mean, to me, it's just great. But uh, if besides the pod race for Star Tours, I would also uh, would have enjoyed it just a little bit more if it was the Hoth sequence um, traded for the uh, pod racing sequence.
0: All right. I I wouldn't be mad at that because the Hoth scene is definitely like iconic. With the AT-ATs getting taken down.
1: Yeah, and then you go down like that chute, you know, and then like you, you hit the chute and you go launching, but the engines aren't working. And yeah, it's just a great, great scene. And obviously, you know, attacking AT-ATs is one of the major, major fun parts of uh, watching Empire Strikes Back or even playing certain, you know, uh, Hoth levels from like Rogue Squadron, yeah. you know, such an iconic um, video game and, and video game level.
0: Is that how you really pronounce it?
1: What, Rogue Squadron?
0: No, the, you said at-at.
1: Oh, I mean, both are acceptable. A-T-A-T or at-at. Okay.
0: No, that's fair, because um, if I'm correct, they've never actually said it in any movie, right?
1: Mm-mm. They just call them Imperial Walkers in the movies.
0: Okay, Interesting. All right. I, I was I was gonna ask yeah. you, like no joke, I was gonna ask you if you knew anybody who called it
1: at at. Yeah, I know multiple people. I mean, I, I I accept both forms and I use both forms. If I'm if I'm if I'm more being technical and have the time to say it, I'll say ATAT. If I'm being laxed and chill and just wanna get through a conversation, get my point across, I'll say at at
0: <laughs> Okay. That's fair. I, I don't really um have like a dog in this fight. I just for, like for the longest time cuz like I've told you I, I didn't like start becoming like like more than a casual fan till episode 7. So I never knew there was like even like that way to say it. I was just like assumed that it was AT AT. Right.
1: Yeah, I remember I I remember well, I remember you telling me that. You know, you you were more than you became more of a casual fan or uh, more than a casual fan after episode seven, which is cool. I mean, the whole point of Star Wars going on is that, you know, captivates audiences of all generations and whatnot.
0: Yeah. And isn't it crazy to think that at the end of the year, episode nine comes out?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. Um, I am pretty excited for it um I I think we've had this discussion I'm a I'm a huge the last Jedi fan like I honestly think it was a great film and it added so much more um, mythos and you know uh, story and myth- mythology to the force in general and it, I just thought it was a really good movie and it harkened back to a lot of things as well. But uh, some people don't have that same opinion. But I'm pretty stoked to see where they're going to tie it off, or, or at least tie the sequel trilogy off, um, and see what 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 happens. I mean, since the Resistance has pretty much dwindled down to, like, 10 people right now.
0: Yeah, I, I find it um, really strange that uh, people were given The Last Jedi, like, a lot of flack, and like obviously I, I I'm like a newer star Wars fan or whatever, but I, I felt like that movie was badass. Like I, I think back to the, uh, like the epic, like Kylo and Ren, like, or no, I not Ren Ray, um, uh, excuse me, teaming up. I, I was like, I don't think you could top that like in this movie, like this is crazy, you know, to see like yeah. good and evil come together for just that like short, like bit to fight together. I thought it was awesome.
1: Yeah, the choreography and the way that they have that that fight is just amazing. You have to okay, even if there are like sequel haters out there, there's always going to be haters, but like you can't deny that the both of those both the the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi have some of the like top-notch lightsaber fights in both. Like I remember being in the theater first watching episode 7 and be, and and it comes to the end fight between Ray and Kylo in the snow with all those, I was like, this is amazing. This is like top quality choreography. Like the way that the colors of the lightsabers were just reacting to both like people and the other lightsabers and light and the lighting was just amazing. And then, you know, they come out and do like, you know, Kylo and Ray together versus the Praetorian guards. And that scene was even so sick. And, they start, you know, st- stuff starts popping off. And then in the background, the kind of like giant red curtains start like coming on fire. And then there's embers going everywhere. Like they were just so like st- the cinematography, the choreography and those lightsaber battles, like they're, they're, ha- they're top notch. Yeah.
0: And I did definitely agree with you. And like seeing Kylo get his face cut open was badass.
1: Yeah. For for the longest time, I thought she chopped off his arm just because like or his his hand, because uh-huh. there's like during that part, that scene, like, you know, she, she she wrecks him in the face. But then it seems like it kind of hits his hand, too. And then the way he falls, it looks like his hand is detached from his body. Um, But obviously that that, that wasn't the case after watching The Last Jedi.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's weird to, you know, be here in 2019, and think that we're actually here like at the end of this trilogy for Star Wars because I honestly don't feel like it's been that long since episode seven came out. Obviously, you know, it's been like a minute, but I just can't believe that we're, we're at the end. I, I don't know how they're gonna, you know, wrap it up. Are they gonna? <clears throat> Break the mold and use these characters, um, you know, after this trilogy or are, are they going to like have to cast like new main characters? Like, what do you think they're going to do in the future?
1: Um, I mean, I think uh, I think what will happen is and what I would like them to do is keep Star Wars uh, uh, at least the main trilogy like the main storyline of like the Skywalker lineage and I don't care what people say Rey's not a Skywalker well she potentially could be um, somewhere in this crazy mythos I mean you never know but at the same time she is I don't know she she grew to be a part of like the Skywalker greater family no matter what I mean it's and it's still following the original you know trilogy characters somewhat but um I hope that they'll take a break from that um, side of Star Wars for, you know, 10 to 15 years like there was between the original and prequel trilogy and now the sequel trilogy. And then they'll probably bring back certain characters um, and bring in new characters as well but I'm excited for like the stuff in between that. So like more star Wars stories and the, um, trilogy that was offered to Ryan Johnson, as well as the trilogy offered to game of Thrones creators. Like I'm pretty excited to see what they're going to do with that.
0: Obviously I'm excited for all that too, but there's characters like, you know, Poe Dameron, Captain Phasma. I don't, want it to be the end for them because i feel like there's still so much more to tell obviously i read the poe dameron comic book which is amazing but i would love to see you know more screen time with these characters
1: yeah uh i i agree and i think they'll they'll give them more screen time within the confines of the major you know the major storyline so it probably won't be for a while you never you never know, though, they could always do, um, you know, with Disney Plus coming out and th- and live action movies coming out or live action shows coming out in the Star Wars universe. They could always hearken back to see if they maybe will do a one off episode with one of those, you know, actors and characters. I mean, look at um, Diego <laughs> Luna from Rogue One, who played Cap- uh, Captain Cassian and he is going to reprise his role. In a live-action um, Star Wars show for the Disney Disney Plus streaming service, so you know they can do anything really. And I do agree. I hope that you know those characters do continue on on screen somehow. Um, but as far as movies go, I would more be uh, I would believe that they would wait until they're you know back in those main storylines because um, I don't believe they're going to do a movie. Uh, that's like a shoot off from that main storyline with those major characters.
0: Okay, or even though people aren't the biggest fan, can we do Poe Dameron a Star Wars story?
1: I don't think they do that, honestly. You
0: don't think he's big enough?
1: Uh, well, I just don't. I don't think that they want to do Star Wars stories that are literally within the same timeline as like where they are currently doing the movies you know what I mean okay because um, it'd be cool like yeah. I would like an origin story would be tight uh-huh. Um obviously you'd have to cast someone that k- kind of looks like Oscar Isaacs but younger Um yeah. to get like you know if you want to do like a young to, to now but no I just don't I don't think they'll do that
0: a fucking origin story Garrett
1: <laughs> okay, so what do you what are you thinking then?
0: I just want him like right before episode seven. Wouldn't that be badass? So you could tie I it mean, in they, just like how Rogue One tied in, like so I mean, close they, to the story.
1: They they have that now with the Star Wars resistance cartoon.
0: I've never seen it, Garrett. I don't watch cartoon. I only watch anime. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, that's why they're not going to do live action because the story is being told in that cartoon medium.
0: Wow, way to burst my bubble.
1: Sorry, dude, but it's just like you have to think of it. It's always going to be a business before anything, right? And unfortunately, you have to think of it.
0: Why, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Why,
1: would they, yeah, and why would they do a live action when they already are telling the story in a cartoon medium?
0: Thanks a unfortunately. lot. Thanks a lot, Solo. I feel like Solo ruined it for everybody
1: what see i think we just i love solo solo was a fun movie okay
0: so being able to take some time and look back at it maybe i was like a little harsh on it but just the way that it performed like in the box office you know it 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 didn't meet up to star wars standards it was like the worst selling star wars movie ever and I feel like because of that movie, they decided to pull back on giving us a Star Wars movie every year until we're dead.
1: Maybe, but I mean, you have to think they weren't always all gonna be 100 percent gold, man. But, um, I mean, okay, even ahead, even it. when so even when uh, Return came out back in eighty, what was that five? People were saying like, God, oh, this movie's garbage yet, yeah, it ties it down. but what's next? like this movie they didn't live up to you know the hype or anything like that. Like there's always gonna be that flack. And then you also think like, okay, before solo came out, there were what nine Star Wars movies out at that time. There yeah. was you know, the original trilogy, the sequel trilogy, uh, Last Jedi force awakens and rogue one and they were all relatively pretty good and did all right at the box offices. There's always going to be one that doesn't do well. Look at, I mean, and I hate to say to, to, to use like any other like references, but like Marvel has had movies. MCU has had movies that didn't do well at box office. One movie. But, But Hey, there's one
0: yeah but it hasn't stopped this train keeps on trucking we're about to be in the end game garrett like look at look at all the phases as a whole it's been amazing why couldn't star wars just keep trucking they're like 99 percent of the time amazing solo now looking back wasn't that bad it was just a cool story you know
1: yeah I mean, I mean, you never know at the box office, office, man.
0: I just wanted to see um, Boba Fett. I wanted to see Yoda fuck up some fools. I wanted to see more Darth Vader who's killing it in the comic book world right now. He needed more screen time.
1: They were never going to be in that. It was always just going to be solo, you know, how he became a smuggler. And it was it. No, go ahead. Sorry. What's up? No, it, it was I, I didn't mean I'd be I, a cowboy movie in space.
0: <laughs> no, I, I didn't mean that I wanted all those characters in his movie. You know, they were projecting that they were gonna do origin movies for Yoda, Invader, and then Boba Fett was gonna get oh. his own movie. Yeah. Yeah. Solo doesn't well, deserve you, all those characters. Can,
1: yeah. You can you can um thank uh what's his name for the Boba Fett film not being around? Um <laughs> Josh Trank, is that his name? The director who directed um, the last Fantastic Four movie—I don't to want—he was about that. supposed he was supposed to direct the Boba Fett movie, but then he, you know, was acting dumb. And
0: I don't, I don't and think dumb. Shake hands. Sh- 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 uh, <laughs> think it was fair. If you worked hard on a project, they kick you out of the editing room and change your work into something that you didn't create i'd be pretty upset yeah yeah i mean true but yeah but there's characters like um kira from solo Mm -hmm. where's she gonna end up like i miss her already
1: well aren't they still planning on doing two more solo movies that's what i last heard i
0: didn't read that anywhere
1: Oh, well, that's what the original plan was. They were going to do a trilogy and they were going to continue on with like the, um, see where Kira lies now with being, you know, basically right hand to Darth Maul for the, um, black, what's the black sun,
0: the crimson um, order.
1: I mean, crimson. Yeah, whatever. I mean, the black sun is another gangster, uh, okay. star Wars, uh, reference. There's a bunch of different, um, uh, mafioso style gangs um but yeah basically like what's what's gonna happen with crimson dawn and then how they're gonna like run into solo and then how kira still kind of loves solo but probably not but you never know and then if solo will you know try to fix her or just pull like a hon shot first kind of a thing and finally end it you never I hope know so.
0: hope he shoots her she deserves it yeah what about so, i
1: mean uh, that would be cool if they continued it
0: they better tie in savage in that story
1: yeah that's right because i'm savage
0: in your dreams
1: (laughs) we already (laughs) discussed and understand that i'm savage in your mall
0: dude i gotta i have a savage tattoo you don't even have a savage tattoo
1: when did you get it? Because Did it's, you get it between these last few days? These last few, this week?
0: It's been a minute since I've seen you. I haven't seen you since last <laughs> year. And That's true. Think about that. Oh my god.
1: You were the first to say see you next year to me and now you're the first to say I haven't seen you since last year.
0: I'm oh just speaking god. facts. That's all, I, that's all I speak is facts, Garrett. I'm sorry if that makes that's you upset.
1: True. No, no. It's, it's all good. Um, But... I mean that would be sick, yeah. But the thing about Savage is that he died—technically canon—he died, um, technically canon. he died uh, right before the um, right before the Battle of Coruscant. Yeah, pretty sure that's when that was.
0: Wow. I thought he so, was still alive. Yeah. I thought they were just waiting to no, bring him in.
1: No, no, uh, Darth Sidious, aka uh, Chancellor Palpatine, um, kills him. A.K.A. Lamper.
0: Wow, that guy is weak <laughs> AF. I'll smack that fool up.
1: Do it. You know Friggin what Ian, we definitely need? Ian McDermid. What? Sorry, that's the actor's name.
0: I <laughs> know. Oh, sorry, you're you're better at that than I am. I'm really bad when it comes to yeah. the names of actors and actresses. Yeah. But I was gonna say, all good. What we really need is a new Star Wars game.
1: Yeah, like a good one.
0: Yeah, I feel like EA has like the licensing, but they're just not doing a proper job with it.
1: Yeah, they slapped us in the face twice. They were like, oh yeah, the thirteen thirteen game, it's going to be sick, visceral. Slap that, in the face. I don't think that was their fault. <laughs> I,
0: I, I blame Disney I mean, for that one.
1: Yeah. Because Disney still, shut like,
0: down... No, no. Uh, disney shut down their studio and then everything else just collapsed with it and then they're like all right cool we're gonna now just license stuff to people so let's do it all over again
1: yeah yeah and but then again with you know the second game that was supposed to be like sick as well and not like you know just a first person shooter like battlefront or yeah um and then they were just like oh it's like she again <laughs>
0: if you could have like a dream Star Wars game, like what kind of game would you want and from what company?
1: Um, I would want some sort of cinematic style, like in the vein of, in the vein of, you know, like Uncharted or something like that.
0: Damn. Okay. Like, but what story would you want to follow?
1: Um, it would either have to be somewhere, uh, like, you know, thousands of years ago, um, kind of in the vein of, like, The Old Republic or Kotar, um, or somewhere within the original trilogy, but within the time frames that we didn't see things, uh, within the, you know, times between the three movies. Or but somewhere, some, do some crazy weird thing that ties it in between the two movies, like, some crazy, like, story that time hops with a character that's still around uh like imagine like what if you were like luke you know between you know the time of uh and you know after return and before you know up to like when he you know the jedi his jedi new jedi order is destroyed by kylo and the um, knights of ren or something like that
0: I'm into it definitely sounds fun yeah
1: yeah. or okay how about this how about you play as a character that's in Jedi's order or like Luke's order of Jedi being trained and then you see the events unfold of him of between him and Kylo and then you end up deciding you get to join you know it'd be like Almost like a bandersnatch situation where you can pick to become a knight of Ren or pick to go up against the knight of, you know, the knights of Ren and escape and then go try to figure out being a Jedi on your own somehow.
0: That gives me uh, shades of I'm um, Infamous on PS4. Did you ever play that?
1: No, I didn't.
0: Okay, honestly, it was like one of the, like my favorite like early release titles because you could um, play the game as a good guy, and then you can choose to play the game as a bad guy, and it was pretty cool perspective. And then the replay value was awesome. I, I definitely like that um, choice between good and evil.
1: Yeah, because like you could play through the game being all good, or and then play through again being all bad, or both like kind of on the edge.
0: Yeah. Or no. Like neutral. No, no. I'm okay. um, you could go I'm um, good, bad, or neutral. Okay. Yeah. Now honestly like I, I really like your um your uncharted reference, even though Uncharted ripped <laughs> off Tomb Raider, let's be honest.
1: Yeah, but like I, I, I'm talking more of the cinematic like um like gameplay style. Okay, I guess.
0: so so it's more like definitely felt like I was watching like a really fun movie.
1: Yeah, but then, but then at points, you know, you were controlling, you know, certain aspects of that movie okay. as far as like, you know, direction and stuff a little bit.
0: I'm going to borrow that idea. Let's go Uncharted style, but focusing on literally um, episode seven. Like if, if you look at that movie from start to finish, don't you think it'd be a like a fun game to play. Like if you're looking like all the different things that Ray has to go through and all the different like interactions of her meeting new characters.
1: Yeah. Imagine it starts like your way, your Ray, you wake up and you go scavenging on Jakku in a giant downed, you know, Imperial star destroyer. And you have to like make your way through to get that part that you need. And then it just unfolds from there
0: dude there it is all right we, we got to get um somebody from ea um or not ea we, we got to call na- like naughty dog and like yo we got this idea you guys got to go to disney um slash lucas with us and we got to get this going yeah yeah just give us like a producer credit maybe ex- like executive producers um pay us like a couple mil and you guys can just run with it
1: yeah you guys can have the idea
0: yeah, we can oh, be an uh, Easter egg
1: in the game. Exactly. And also free passes, life <laughs> passes to all Disney parks.
0: Damn. All right. Throw that in there, too. <laughs> I, I back it. <laughs> all right. Okay, you mentioned Bandersnatch. Have you watched it?
1: Okay, so i watched it, but it was when I got back from Mexico the day I got back. And I literally started it like after Lexi had gotten home. So keep in mind, that's like 1230 at night after okay. I had this long drive home. And then I started watching it, but unfortunately like I fell asleep on the couch. So I got like halfway through it.
0: Well, I feel like that's subjective because the movie could end at certain moments. So I don't know if you were actually halfway through it.
1: Okay. So uh, the last, part I remember is man, where was it like he you know the main character was like went back into the past through the mirror as a kid oh. and like found the like bunny the ten- that dad, okay, like, yeah. okay. or the bear was it a bunny or a bear you know some stuffed animal
0: yeah, now I'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> now we're yeah, he- here's our Bandersnatch moment bunny or bear <laughs> <laughs> wow. Which
1: one to choose?
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Let's just save the Banner Snatch talk for another podcast because I want to go deep with that. And if you haven't finished it, or even got all the different endings, um, I don't want to go there yet because it it can go pretty deep. Okay. Um, but speaking of Black Mirror, Banner Snatch, do you or have you watched Black Mirror?
1: Yeah, I've watched all seasons of Black Mirror be- before the movie.
0: Okay. I w- went back today just because I, w- I wanted to watch my favorite episode. And for some reason, I only thought there was three seasons, but there four. Now, I've definitely watched all four, but I was like really weirded out by the fact that I thought there was three and not four.
1: That's some Black Mirror stuff right That's there. That's what I'm
0: talking about. We're, we're, <laughs> we're in it right now but uh, do you remember the episode from season four it was titled uh, hang the dj
1: hang the dj from ep- from season four or episode four of which season
0: no uh, season four.
1: Oh, season four which episode which like numbered episode
0: off the top of my head i don't know but if you give me one second i will be able to look that up since i don't have a producer like young jamie um let me see so episodes so it's season four um episode three
1: okay yeah it's it's the one where the it's like the dating service one right
0: yeah and real quick i I think it's real weird that you know the episodes just by the numbers
1: oh well because i kind of gauge like like based off like where i remember seeing it like like the titles are kind of like, I don't remember all titles of like, like episodes very well. It kind of in the same vein of like, you don't like know actors and actresses names. Like I'll know a lot of actors and actresses names, but like title wise of the actual episodes, it's a little different for me. All
0: right. Okay. So going back and uh, talking about that episode how well do you remember it?
1: I remember it pretty well.
0: Okay. And I think that's my favorite episode out of um, like all of black mirror. Uh, There's a close second, the white Christmas episode, but I really like hang the DJ because it's about dating and I'm a sucker for like comedy or romantic comedies and just love stories in general. And I just had to rewatch it today because I, I, you know, been thinking about Banner and when's the new black mirror season coming out. So I was like, I'm just going to go revisit my favorite episode. And I watched it and had like a general like understanding of the meaning behind it. You know, they were in like a dating simulation. Right. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah. I remember that. And yeah. And it showed like the time that you could spend together based off of like your interests and stuff like that
0: yeah they had like a little I don't know like some weird like circular devices like called their their coach and um, yeah it looked like a
1: nest to be honest no
0: 100% definitely looked like a nest that they're just carrying around Um, yeah but I I thought it was really um, interesting that um, you were able to see how long you're supposed to be with that person Mm -hmm. and because i've only watched it twice like when i first was going through season four and the second time was today and from memory i thought the the time that the little coach thing showed was um the time that they were like uh projected to to date um but that time is how long they're just gonna be around each other, you know? Because mm-hmm. in 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 my mind, I don't know why I, I just like cooked up that um, the time that the coach told them was like how long their like relationship was gonna be, and they were just gonna play it out. And when I rewatch it today, um, the the main character, his name is Frank. Uh, well, one of the main characters, the, the, the male, I'm pretty sure he identifies as the male. I hope I'm not misgendering him. And if I am, I apologize. Um, So he goes on his uh, first date. It lasts like really short, but then his second date is like way longer. It's like nine months and he's just like miserable because, um, right from the jump, he was late to their meeting. So the girl was just like a total, just like bitch to him, which is fair play. But for the whole time, she was just like, so mean and rude to him. And I don't know why I I just thought in my head that like the nine months was going to be like them just like dating and trying to like work it out. But at a certain point, he was just kind of got over it. He's like, this girl sucks. Like he's checking the time waiting for, or seeing how much time he has left. And it was just weird to me that I just like remembered it, it like differently than how it actually is. And I I just thought it was really interesting that this whole like dating sim, um, which they didn't really go like too deep into it because it obviously they were like in like a simulation but they didn't talk about like if they had to like pay to get in like what's happening in their life like outside of the dating simulation you know because obviously Mm -hmm. like you have to like work and like pay your bills or whatever but while they're like in the simulation they're in there for like extended periods of time um but then it like yeah weren't but go ahead. Like,
1: weren't they like living on like the dating areas, like campus or something like that?
0: Yeah. They're like in some like confined area because there was like a giant wall, you know? And like the, the like mystery was like, what's beyond the wall because nobody's ever left.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But there's this like specific number, um, that gets mentioned like a couple times throughout the show. Uh, it was like 99.8% of like, people find their ultimate match in like the simulation. So when they're like going through it, they're like, you know, dating people like left and right and things just aren't really like lasting that long. And then they both get the notification that they've um, been matched with their ultimate dating partner. So like that was going to be it. They're going to get to leave the simulation and, and be with their person, right? Right. And I thought it was thought it was funny that they both got matched with their ultimate partner at the same time, but neither of them wanted to to meet their ultimate match because they were so fixated on being with each other. So the um, God, I, it kills me right now that I I don't I can't remember the the girl's name. But when she gets the, the notification that she's been, um, you know, or that the systems found her ultimate match and they were going to meet up tomorrow, um, she like, you know, was trying to ask questions like about her ultimate match. But the the coach couldn't give her any clues because it was part of the system. Like, yo, like, you know, you got to meet these people like blindly. You can't have any information like on them until you like you know have the, like the first interaction cuz like right. earlier in the episode she asked um, if like one of the guys that walked in the restaurant was her match and the coach told her oh like I can't give you information on them until your first interaction so when she asked about her ultimate match and um, the coach couldn't give her any info um, they gave her like like an option they're like oh like you can meet like one previous date to say your final goodbyes it's to help with like your mental stability blah 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 so she like immediately was like yo like i gotta meet frank because like like in her mind that's like the person that she really wanted to be with and yeah and because weren't they
1: they only together for like 24 hours or less than that
0: well they dated twice so the, the the first time was like 12 hours and they were like super shy and like um like if you go like deep into it like that was like their first time like in like the simulation um and then the second time they dated they had agreed to not look at the times uh, or, it, or to look to not look at how much time they're going to be together then frank um broke it uh, broke his trust with her and he looked while she was sleeping. And then like, it was like projected to be five years. And then it kept going down because like he broke her trust. It went from like five years to like, I think like one day. Um, yeah. But when they met at the restaurant, um she told him like, yeah, like I met my ultimate match. And then he was like, yeah, me too. But like, like fuck her. Like, I don't want to be with her. Like I want to be with you. And in my mind, I'm like, wait, like what if they were like each other's like ultimate match? you know, because yeah. the show never, um, said who it was going to be, but they are both just so like scared that it wasn't going to be like the other person. So they're like, screw it. Like I, I want to see, or she was like, I want to see Frank one last time. And I'm sure he felt the same way because, um, he was just so scared. And then she talked about like, Oh, like this whole simulation's like testing like our relationship because like we're supposed to be together like like fuck it like let's rebel and like let's just break the rules and just leave like i don't want to meet my ultimate match tomorrow so as soon as like they agree to do it and they step up in the restaurant like everybody's watching them because they're like oh shit like they're actually gonna like try to like break this like break the system and leave and like one of the security guard comes over with, with a taser and she puts her hand out to like touch it, to, to prove to Frank that like they're in control and like, n- you know, like th- the system wants them to break out to prove that they're supposed to be together. So she like touches the the guy's taser. Then like everything like freezes except for them and they run out and they climb the ladder to like get over the wall. And then like the wall, everything like the simulation goes away And they're kind of like in like a just like an open plane, and then they see like a bunch of different versions of themselves with like um, uh, numeric values above their heads, and it all adds up to the amount of simulations that were ran to see if her and Frank were compatible. And out of a thousand simulations, um, they were ninety nine point eight like successful on rebelling. So. In turn, they were actually really meant to be together because then it cuts to them in the real world, like looking at like their dating app and seeing that they're actually ninety nine point eight percent compatible. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I, I thought that was like like pretty, pretty freaking cool. Cause I was like, damn, cause I'm not going to lie. I've used dating apps before I've used Tinder, um, uh, bumble. Those are probably like the two most popular ones right now. And I would like to think that's how, um, my matches are found, but obviously it's not that exciting. Um, but I watched that episode and I'm like, damn, It's so cool that, um, they were able to you know, fight against the system fight against the system, excuse me, and, um, go after what they truly wanted. And, and, you know, even though like the odds were stacked against them, they made it out of the simulation and into reality. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's. it's, it's <laughs> you you cool. sound like, so I bored. Just, yeah. No, no, no. Like it's a, it's a great concept. And I love like, like that someone had that idea. Like, well, what if it's like, like this, you know, like, what if this is the algorithms that it's using? Like, you know, just little, you know, simulations of actual dating. Um, I just don't have much of a, I guess like, and I want to, I want to say like much, it doesn't resonate in me that much because I've never used a dating app before or like a dating site or anything like that. Okay. But it's great. Like, it's great. You know, the concept is awesome, and the, the episode is, is uh, definitely fun to watch and, and, and great um, great to watch. It's entertaining, for sure.
0: Yeah, I think one of my favorite parts is, like, when Frank and the girl, uh, which kills me, I, I can't remember her name. Whoever listens to this, please send me her name when you find out. Um, it was, like, in the very beginning of the episode, they're, like – they get to the place where they're staying at. when you're with your, like, your, your match, you guys have to stay in this like house for like a, for X amount of time. And they were only there for, you know, the short amount of times, like, you know, less than 12 hours. Cause they had to have dinner together, but uh, they were laying in bed and they're kind of talking about how crazy it is to think about uh, that people had to um, figure out like dating on their own without the simulation and how they thought it was crazy that they would have to date somebody. And, um, they found it super scary that they had to break it with somebody. If it wasn't like working out, like they had to like try to figure out like, Oh crap, like we're having problems. Like I'm sad. Like, do I continue to see if this is actually going to work or do I just have to like, you know, bite the bullet and, Um, hurt this person's feelings by breaking up with them. And they are just talking about how scary um, like like old school dating is. And I I find that very, very funny because I I still try that way. You know, obviously, uh, you know, because I tell you everything. I still will go up to a girl that I think is pretty in person and tell her how I feel. And sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. I've gotten over like the fear of rejection. You know, I, I see it every now and then and it's fine. But that part of the episode just made me laugh. Cause I'm like, damn, like what if that is our future where people like are scared at the thought of having to, you know, break up with somebody. It, it's, it's just crazy for me because I'm still out here, you know, playing the field, trying to see if love is real you know?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I get that. And that's kind of how I feel like all of, um, you know, human to human interaction is turning into like, you know, people are so afraid of human interaction because of being rejected or being laughed at or being feared or being, you know, um, ridiculed for any little thing. And like, and I feel like that's how younger generations are going to just turn into just being like, yeah, like, let's just do this. You know, we'll use this program to, to help us, you know, you know, cope with all of that human interaction directly. Um, in my opinion, and, and I feel like life is too short for, you know, fearing those kinds of things.
0: Okay, real quick. Out of all seasons of Black Mirror, which episode do you fear the most?
1: Do I fear the most?
0: Yeah, of it um, actually coming do- true in our future.
1: I mean, it kind of already has, but it was the um, the I think it was an earlier season, um, or one of the earlier seasons where you know you get rated based off of your you know you your your life and how well you know you quote unquote live or it is based off of a liking system oh and
0: i'm actually looking at that episode right now you're talking about season three episode one the nosedive episode where your social media score Right. Is that the yeah. You're talking about? Okay.
1: Yeah. We're, your social media score depicts, you know, your wealth, you know, your living as far as situation and wealth and, and things like that. And, you know, people don't make opinions about your actual personality. They just make opinions about what shows on your social media page.
0: Damn. That is kind of true. We are kind of there now where people, yeah. people will judge you, you know, um, based off like how many followers you have, how many likes you get off like a photo or whatever.
1: Yeah. And they don't even know you. They just know this page that shows a little bit of your personality. Damn. That's,
0: that, that's pretty dark. actually it does kind of suck. Yeah. Um, speaking about like social media and stuff like that, it kind of makes me think back to uh kanye a couple was it months ago where he was ranting about how uh, he wished that on social media like you couldn't see how many likes or how many followers like a person had um because he felt like basically like it was like you know distorting like people's perception of like things and like certain people and he was talking about how like you know we don't walk around with like our, our bank account balance being shown like, like it would be better if like we had those things like not visible to the public
1: yeah that's pretty interesting I mean it's definitely food for thought there like people do judge people based off of things like that like likes and stuff
0: yeah definitely miss the old days where it was like either we were friends on MySpace or we, we weren't, you know, it, it didn't matter, um, how many likes we got or how many comments we had. All people cared about was like, are we friends? Am I on your top eight? And that was it, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. That was the start of it though. Like, you know, you're dating a girl and for me, all I put on my top eight were like my, my favorite bands that I listened to at the time. Okay you know and you're you know for example you're dating a girl and they're like how come i'm not on your top eight then and it's like no one's on my top eight it's just a bunch of bands like get over yourself
0: damn i'm like the opposite i always put my girlfriend as number one when i had my myspace dang and she knew she fucked up when i took her off damn (laughs) i was super petty with that (laughs) i was like all right you want to fuck up and stand me up at the river i'm taking you off the top eight
1: that's hilarious dude um did you sorry did you watch uh, bird box
0: no I, i'm actually gonna do that tonight after okay. the podcast i'm uh actually right now obviously we're recording but later tonight that was my plans because like i've heard so much and i've seen so much i'm like okay like i have to do this now
1: Okay, yeah. Um, just because it's everywhere, um, Lexi showed me this meme that I'll forward to you once you finish watching the movie. So let me know when you d- are done watching the movie, and then I'll show you this meme. It's have you stupid. seen it? It's just, yeah, I saw it. Okay, all right.
0: I, I feel like, um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely watch it tonight. So we can definitely have a discussion about it tomorrow when I see you. For sure. <laughs> Real quick. Are you a fan of comedy?
1: Yeah. Have
0: you heard of Chris D'Elia?
1: Of course, he's a uh, he's um, Topher from um, Workaholics.
0: I've never seen it. Oh, okay. okay, but
1: he's been in a bunch of other things. He's in that XOXO movie.
0: Oh, he is. He's the um, yeah. he's the OG. He's like the
1: older head.
0: He's yeah. the OG. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so. I think it was on Friday. I'm not sure when it actually released, but there's like this um, thing on Netflix called comedians of the world. And i um, well, sorry. There's a little bit of the audio that clipped in, but there's a, there's, there's this um, like show called comedians of the world. And it's like, I, I think like four different comedians doing like 30 minute spots. And Chris D'Elia has an episode and he was promoting it on Twitter. And I, it took me a really long time to find it cause I thought it was like a full blown new special. Cause he kept saying, I have a new special out. And I'm like, where the fuck is it? Cause I can't find it anywhere. But luckily I was like going through his Twitter, like a bunch, like I was going deep and then I found somebody posted a screenshot and it showed comedians with the world. So I'm like, Oh, it's like an episode, a part of this. And it's a 30 minute special. And I can't remember the last time I laughed this hard. He has this like joke about Australians. That's all I'm going to say. And I was seriously, I watched it this morning. It was like, it was like eight in the morning and I was just howling, laughing at how fucking funny this bit was. And I was like, So sad when it ended because I was like, "Damn it, this guy is so funny." I definitely want more because I've loved all of his specials, like you know, prior to that. So yeah, after watching this like thirty minute special, I was like, "Damn, I gotta tell everybody about this." So if you have time, you got thirty minutes. Look up comedians of the world. Watch all the comedians. Support um, comedy because I think comedy is awesome. But Chris D'Elia is definitely my favorite one out of that bunch.
1: All right. Yeah, I'll watch it for sure.
0: All right. And I I know like I've been bugging you like the past, like I don't even know how long, but I've been telling you like, yo, you like you got to listen to One Step Closer. And I know you told me that you did, but did you listen to the new record?
1: Yeah, the one that's on Spotify.
0: Yeah, like it just came out. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's the one. What'd you think? I like it. I definitely dig like the sound. Um, obviously, it's a little bit more like a melodic than you know traditional like hardcore or like kind of popular hardcore that's right now. But I dig stuff like that personally in hardcore because I you know I was always fan fans of like or a fan of more melodic stuff. You know, like obviously Half Hearts Last length album or um defeater or you know it prevails modern life is war stuff like that i always dug when they put in a lot of like melodic things like that
0: yeah and i've never said this out loud i don't think to anybody but when i listened to that record i was getting serious like have heart vibes serious turning point vibes and I was just like, I I have to tell Garrett about this record. Obviously, like, I've had Ryan on the podcast. Shout-outs to the homie Ryan. I just wanted you, because, like, you're, like, one of my, like, best friends. You know, you're, like, part of, like, this secret group or whatever. Um, But I was like, I I have to make sure Garrett listens to this record, because it's, like, this moment in time, like, the record just came out. This band is going to blow up cause they're awesome they put out like that really good record and I just wanted to make sure that you listen to it cause I figured like this is like right up your alley cause I know how much you like that melodic stuff so I'm just happy that you took the time out and checked out the record and are actually into it
1: oh yeah heck yeah dude like I, I'm stoked that I got that you told me that it's like finally on Spotify too cause like that's kind of like you know, I'll, I'll listen to bands that aren't on Spotify, obviously, like I'll listen to their band camp and stuff, but it's just harder for me if I'm driving to listen to that stuff. Um, and that's when I do my majority of listening to music is when I'm driving. So,
0: All right. Well, I'm stoked on that. Shout outs to Ryan, everybody listening to this Please listen to One Step Closer, support that band, support everything that they're doing, support the record label that they're on, Triple B, support wilkes Scran Scranton, wilkes Hardcore, Forever, and check it out on their Bandcamp, Spotify, or Apple Music, whichever service you prefer. Uh, Garrett, can I ask you why you have Spotify and not Apple Music?
1: Um, cause I've had Spotify like before Apple music was a thing. So I've always just had Spotify. I've had Spotify since like I first heard of it on <laughs> when I was on PlayStation available through PlayStation.
0: You want to hear how I got to Apple music? Yeah. So I, I remember, um, this was like a long time ago, uh, my buddy, um, Andrew shout outs to Andrew. He had Spotify and he was like, Hey, like, you know, I I stopped downloading music. I have this new service and they have like, like a lot of stuff. This is like early Spotify days. He was like, yeah, like they have a lot of stuff, but since it's like kind of newer, like things are slowly getting added, but I think it's cool. Like I pay $10 a month. It doesn't take up any space on my phone or my computer and I can just listen to like anything at any time. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, that sounds cool. But I was like, I just prefer having like the actual files on my computer. And then since I'm like, like a rap fan, I I like, you know, Dr. Dre, um, beats, they released an app called beats and it was, a streaming like music service, just like Spotify. But I, I thought it was cool because it was d- like, you know, by Dr. Dre, um, beats headphones. I, I used to own a pair of the special edition, uh, lady Gaga earbuds from back in the day. So I was like, you know, like I'm, I'm going to support this company. Uh, I'm going to go with beats And I had beats forever and I would talk about it. Like you can go look at like old tweets since people love digging up old tweets and getting people in trouble. You can go look at my old tweets. I used to tweet about beats as if I had like a sponsorship deal from them. I used to talk about it all the time. because I thought it was such a cool app. Um, Obviously Spotify was there, but I wasn't familiar with it. So I was just hyped on beats. So that's all I would talk about. And then eventually Apple buys out beats and they turned the beats app into Apple music. So like, I just didn't really have a choice. I just kind of stuck through with it. Cause I was like, okay, like I already have it. I've been paying for it. It's changed to something new. I, I use iTunes on my computer. So I was like, I guess it all kind of works out. And it took a minute for like iTunes and, um, uh, the Apple music to like, you know, integrate like fully, but they eventually did. And that's just how I am uh, here today with Apple music
1: All right. Yeah, that's I mean everyone gets to you know, there's now, you know, they streaming platforms However, they do but I've looked into potentially moving away from Spotify to Apple music But do they offer like a family thing at the same price for Spotify where you can have multiple accounts and use the same account? And not have the music change if someone is listening to different music on each end
0: yeah, there's a family sharing plan. Um, I don't know how it is today because I, I used it a couple of years ago, but the only downside was whoever was like the master to the um, family plan. Say like you and Lexi were, were on a family plan and say um, you were the master and she purchased like, like an app for like 99 cents or whatever. Like it would charge whoever's getting billed for the master plan. Mm-hmm. And, and, and at the time, like I was on a family plan with uh, this buddy of mine and he was just reckless and like never canceled his Spotify. So like I was getting billed for all of his like reoccurring apps that he just forgot to cancel. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, y- you either get responsible or like I'm going to have to cancel this because I can't keep paying for your shit. So, Damn. so I don't know if that's how it works now. Cause I'm, like I said, this was years ago. Maybe they changed that. Um, but they do a- offer like a family plan. I think for like last time I, Checked, I think it was like fourteen ninety nine or something.
1: Okay, yeah, that's the Spotify charge. is fourteen ninety nine. So, but I don't get. Obviously, it doesn't go built to my Apple, uh, my my Apple account. It gets built to just Spotify's my my monthly Spotify. So yeah. no apps are tied in or anything.
0: For sure, um, I don't. Yeah, I, I I see people like arguing for either side like online. Like my only um, issue is like I, I wish I could like send my friends that have Spotify playlists and I wish I could receive yeah. their playlists but
1: I know I want to listen to your your friggin title fight playlist from their last the show that they played last
0: <laughs> it's a sweet playlist I, I could just yeah. send you the tracks and you can make it yourself too
1: on Spotify yeah. yeah maybe I'll do that and then people on Spotify can enjoy it as well
0: there you go you'll be my um uh, will be connected through that way
1: there we go. That way, we're just throwing up and, and changing the games for both streaming services, uh, unlimited music streaming services. Playlists we will just be the playlist boss.
0: There it is. And I didn't plan that. Garrett brought up title fight on his own because we've I've literally talked about title fight <laughs> like seriously the last like six episodes, which isn't bad. I
1: mean, how can co- how can you not talk about title fight? They're amazing.
0: That's true. Shout out to shane for following me on instagram that made my day so respect thank you i appreciate that and i'll never forget it tell fight forever ditto okay i think i think that's it i think we're good for the first episode of the year
1: all right ring it in the new year right
0: yeah, it's definitely been been a good time. Thank you, Garrett, for coming on. Thank you, everybody who's still tuning in. I appreciate all of you and we will return next week with somebody very special. Um, I have not contacted them yet about being on the podcast, but I have a really good feeling that they're gonna say yes. So if things work out the way that I think they're going to next week, will be in a special place called New Jersey. But I think I've said too much. Garrett, is there anything you want to say before we go?
1: Um, I want to say happy new year. Uh thanks for having me on again, um Jamie. I think this is another um uh breaker by the way, history breakers third time on the cast. And um yeah, I just want to thank Jamie RK podcast, Jamie RK blog and uh Happy New Year. I want to shout out to uh, Disneyland, um, hardcore everywhere. And uh, yeah, that's it. And the wife, Lexi. Lexi.
0: There it is. There it is. It's been another episode. It's been the first episode of the JMRK podcast this year. Always on top.